In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome, folks. It is Joshua Michael with Non-Compliant America. And welcome. It is December 10th, 2022, and we are just days away from counting in the new year. Can you believe it? I sure can't believe it. This year has been an absolute whirlwind of destruction and disaster of the United States. But uh, we're kind of in a weird paradigm where the sense that as terrible as things are, now granted I've, I'm watching reports on how, how uh, Joe Biden's poll numbers are going up. It's, it's, it's actually really comical, the, uh, the amount of propaganda that they do. But anyways, uh, you know, facing a recession, potentially a depression, looking at it right in the face, um, people are waking up in droves much more than they were before. Before, you know, I would say like 2016 to 2020, people are like, okay, yeah, there's something going on, you know, but but we have our elected officials. And so we're going to rely on our elected officials. They're going to do their job. This judge is going to rule in favor because there's no way that they're going to violate our rights and violate our constitution and everything else. So yeah, we'll let that go. We'll let that slide. Boom. 2020 happened. Now it's like, okay, these guys ain't going to do anything. Nobody's doing anything for us. Oh my gosh, the corruption, it goes so deep, even it's down to our county election officials. And they're going to certify this illegal election? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, what's happening? Oh, we better get out in the streets. This is crazy. Oh, oh my gosh, there's a crazy virus going around and we're get, we got we to lock everything down. No, you can't go outside. Okay, we won't go outside. Oh, just wear a mask for two weeks. Just stay in home for two weeks. Okay, we're going to do that. Okay. Hey, wait a minute. What's going on? Why is John's store going? Why is John closing his store? What, what, what's that restaurant closing for? Why is that restaurant open, but that one's closed? What's going on? Oh my gosh, you can't open a hair salon? Wait, what? The hair salon lady is on the news. What's going on? They're calling her a white supremacist. What, what is going on? Why is Black Lives Matter in the streets now? Rioting when everybody's supposed to be locked down. What's going on? What? What's happening? What? That didn't happen. Looking at the news. Oh, no, no, that didn't happen. I was there. That's not what happened. Why are they reporting that, that, that this mass uprising happened and there was all this violence and everything else? Or, or, or I was there or I saw all the videos online and there was all this violence. They're burning federal buildings. What is going on? What is going on? What's happening? Why is nobody responding? Where are the police? Where are the public officials? Why are the police protecting the Antifa terrorists? Why are the police protecting Black Lives Matter? Why aren't they anybody? Why is nobody doing anything? What's going on? Okay, I'm going to post about it on my social media. I'm not very happy. Da -da 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 oh my gosh, John down the street died from the vaccine. Uh, boom, banned. What? Why are they banning me for that? I'm going to copy paste and see the CDC recommendations or the CDC recommendations for what a mask is. Oh, I'm just going to I'm just going to actually play 
and or copy their words on my Twitter account. Let's, let's do that. Because, come on, these, these are the people that everybody trusts. It's, it's, it's got to get out there. People need to know what the CDC is saying. Banned. Shadow banned. Banned. Blocked. Done. What's going on? So, that's kind of my animated recap. And you guys all know you all lived it. But here's where we're at. Now things are different. And here's one thing that I think is the most important message that I can convey today. Nobody's coming for you. Let that sink in and let that adopt into your mind. Nobody's coming to save you. It is now up to you, the listener. You found it. Yep, you're here. It is now up to you to decide what your future is going to be. Is it going to be an absolute tyranny where you're locked into a box like China? They are rounding up, I don't know, I think they're about 25 million people now. Granted, they have a big population. About 25 million people. And you can look up these horrific images. I wish uh, you guys could see um, these horrific images of people in not even a 10 by 10 box. And there's a tiny little window And that's the COVID camp, the quarantine camp, that people that are just testing red through their uh, through their system that is trying to get rolled out in the United States. By the way, it's this tracking global ID thing. You might have heard about it. CBDCs, you know, things like that. So they're using that and saying, oh, they're flagging these people and saying, oh, yeah, you're red. Get ready. We're coming. We're going to take you to a quarantine camp. Now, doesn't that sound familiar? Why is nobody up in arms about this? Why is everybody concerned about what Ye said about Hitler? You know, rounding up the Jews or whatever. And they're so up in arms about that. And I have a comment about that too. But nobody's saying anything about the rounding up of Chinese people that's happening in China right now. So I don't want to hear about the ADL having a a conundrum fit about what Ye said on Alex Jones when they're not saying jack squat about what's going on in China. More importantly, if we want to recap and really talk about history, real history, right? You want to talk about camps and rounding people up? Why don't we talk about the Chinese, or excuse me, the Japanese people that were rounded up in the United States around the same time? But nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody wants to talk about Hitler. And yeah, he was a horrific person, but he only scratches the surface of what's being done today. He only scratches the surface. He would, he could wish, if he could only wish to have the technological infrastructure and get everybody so hypnotized by these retarded TikTok videos and captivate people and literally sway an entire population into a propaganda arm of just fear to get people to take a shot for a free donut and he could dumb down the population. Hitler would be in a... He would... He would I, I don't know. He would be probably... You know, just the happiest guy on the planet, right? For how much power he would have in today's world. 
I think you'd be ecstatic about it. And you can talk about the World Economic Forum and what they're talking about, how China is the model. And they are trying to bring that here. The immediate outreach to be able to control people by a three by three square. And if you leave your house without your phone, you get arrested. They want to track you. And they're rolling that out and they're going to incentivize that with the upcoming collapse that's coming. By the way, it's coming. If you haven't realized it, it's coming. Sorry. Sorry to tell you. Yeah, your job might not be there in the future. You know, I, I, I'm not trying. It's not me. I'm not doing it. I'm not destroying your future. I'm not destroying civilization. I'm not destroying America like Joe Biden is and the White House and the Extinction Rebellion that's going around blowing up power buildings. They were also the ones that were lighting all the fires uh, in Oregon, by the way. Yeah, that was arson. I don't care what the news says. I don't care what people say. There was a Clark County or, excuse me, a Clackamas County Sheriff, I think, that uh, somewhere is floating around online, you can see, and where he admitted to it, as well as all the videos that we've seen of people, homeowners capturing people trying to light hay bales dressed in black, and all these fires just started right around the same time. Yeah, you don't think that that's the Democrats? I do. I think the Democrats, I think there's a giant conspiracy of the Democrats that are operating with these proxy armies, just like they do in, you know, the eastern part of the world and, and all the other countries. It's a CIA operation, FBI operation that they're being handled. And then there's this thing called the Sunrise Movement. That's a recruitment program for middle school kids that recruits these radicals and then they profile them and they have them. It's a fascinating video and, and, and I can get into it more, but uh, we're, we're kind of limited on time here. But there is a recruitment program that I believe is government funded through these nonprofit organizations where they're recruiting your kids and they're profiling them based on three different categories. There's green, yellow, and red. And the red are more of the troubled kids that kind of don't have a future and they're empty shells and they're like they're torpedoes. Those are the radicals that go to these events and get arrested, create all this conflict. Then that information gets portrayed to the media and then the media is like, oh my gosh, look, police brutality or there's murders going on everywhere all over this city. But nobody wants to talk about Chicago and all the murders happening there because it's not white on black crime. It's black-on-black black crime. And that's just a sin to talk about anymore. Nobody wants to talk about any of that. But here's what's happening, and here's the interesting paradigm. So when I say nobody, I'm really talking about the mainstream media, which they have become so irrelevant that it's not they're almost not even worth talking about anymore because they're so irrelevant. It's kind of funny. It's funny how behind the curve they are. But what's not funny is how behind the curve Congress is and how behind the curve legislation is and how behind the curve most bureaucratic agencies such as the Oregon Health Authority. And I'm going to talk about what their ruling is on a group of moms that... Uh, they filed a grievance with the Oregon Health Authority, I believe, Oregon Health Authority, or, or the uh, 
Um, I'll have to look it up. I'll, I'll let you know. But they filed a grievance stating, hey, the science is out. The public knows these vaccine shots don't work. In fact, they actually hurt people. Uh, so we don't think, and this was back in September when they filed it, we don't think that you guys should require teachers to be vaccine vaccinated anymore. It's all a thing. Wait till you hear what they responded and what the Oregon Health Authority responded on the other side of this break. But here's what I'm getting at. And here's the point. Here's my biggest, my big takeaway uh, for this show is that one, nobody's going to save you. Donald Trump's not going to save you. DeSantis isn't going to save you. Elon Musk isn't going to save you. Kanye's not going to save you. You have to save yourself. The rugged American individualism is what will save this country. And here's how we do it. The most important thing you can do, for one, get right with yourself and get right with God. Whatever God that you want to worship, that's on you. I like to worship Jesus Christ. Right? But get right with God. Get right with yourself. Start cleaning up things in your family. You know, make men's with people around you. You want to have a nice, simple, easy life, right? And as complicated as it is, that balance and that foundation will draw people to you. Second, the most important thing, or the second most important thing is to educate, educate, educate. We are in a war for the minds of the future and of the people. We can no longer depend on these bureaucratic branches that are corrupt and are ruling against the people. We then now have to educate the entire population and get everybody to wake up at once for these organizations to go away and for these organizations to be held accountable. That is the future that we're fighting for. And it's up to you to do it. Non-Compliant America will be right back. Hey, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at noncompliantus. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Drop. Welcome back, folks. It's 2022 for just a few more weeks. Can you believe it? Uh, no, this isn't a dream. No, this is not a, uh, a nightmare. This is your life now. Welcome. Hi. Okay, getting serious, getting back to it. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about this response um, from Mackenzie Pulliam that uh, sent an email to petition to repeal administration rule OAR 333-019-1030. What that is is basically a vaccine requirement for teachers. Teachers required to be vaccine of the non-vaccine that's not even a vaccine uh, called the COVID-19 shot. Okay, I'm sick of talking about this thing, but it's, uh, it's important. It's the gateway. This is the gateway to our future. This is the gateway. This is what's being held hostage is your future. Based on this, this is the delivery system that they're using it. Back in 2014, they started to develop systems using a virus, introducing a virus to fear, scare the public enough to get everybody to lock down and start consolidating power, consolidating infrastructure. Okay. Anyways, 
On September 12, 2022, the Oregon Health Authority received your petition to repeal Administrative Rule OAR 333-019-1030, vaccination requirements for teachers and school staff. The basis for your petition is that requiring the COVID-19 vaccine for school staff and volunteers has negatively affected school staffing and volunteer support. You think? Notice how... Classrooms are growing up, uh, you know, kids are acting out, the, you know, the administration is just handicapped. And we can see this everywhere. We can see this all over uh, other industries, the airport industry, because they had a vaccine requirement for pilots. Now, suddenly there's shortages, layovers happening everywhere. This is happening all over the place, all over the place. People are just like not wanting to work or they're not wanting to get the vaccine, which is a good thing. However, it's affecting the complex infrastructure that we have. Okay, moving on. Your petition su suggests that while the continued need for public safety efforts should be made to address underlying considering for severe COVID-19 disease rather than continuing to implement uh, the OAR statute. After receiving your petition, OHA invited public comments on the rule and specifically solicited comments as to whether options exist for achieving the substantive goal of rule in the way that reduces the negative economic impact on businesses, a.k.a. Uh, if we require vaccines, are people going to get vaccinated and just come back to work or are they just going to leave work, Right. The following conclusion of the comment period, an OHA reviewed the public comments and considered your petition in accordance with six factors. So they considered it. Keep in mind, this is asking for your captor for your freedoms back. What do you think that you're going to do? What do you think that they're going to do when you ask? We need to stop asking these criminals for permission. We should stop, and, and, and we're getting to that. And that's the point of public opinion that's so important. We have to go around these people so much and uh, bombard the public with truth and facts and hard information, real facts. I know they've distorted what facts are, and they did that to dilute the waters to where people are confused. They're like, uh, well, this person says I should wear a mask and this person says I shouldn't wear a mask. This person says the mask helps. This one says it actually makes things worse. I don't know what to do. And so people are just handicapped, but they don't want to admit the truth because they're scared of the truth because the truth is scary sometimes. It is. It's scary to admit that there is a small group of people that are trying to uh, literally capture and dictate the uh, your entire life and rob you of your future that's a scary thing to think about so having received the public comments and the factors the oha must consider when making a decision on whether a day or denied or grant permission to your grievance and they go on to some uh some nonsense here this and that uh, a few themes were persistent in the comments Themes included concerns related to personal choice, shortages of school staff, natural immunity, and vaccine safety and efficiency. Well, yeah, don't you think? Don't you think all those things should be considered? Don't you think it should be considered that vaccine safety is a real issue? Personal choice, we don't have that anymore. 
Come on, folks. Stated above, hospitalization, death, blah, blah, blah. So just getting into it. Uh, so getting into the end, basically, they denied it. And they said they had over 1,200 comments. 1,200 people contributed uh, to that. A thousand of them were in favor of removing the mandate. Yet after careful consideration, they decided that, no, they're going to keep that. They're going to keep it. And then they stat, stat, stated their legal basis for maintaining the rule. Do you see the theme here? I think we're going to be running into the same thing for Measure 114. So at what point are you going to realize there's nobody that's going to save you? You have to save yourself. It's up to us as a community to reestablish community, I'd say, at a city and town and countywide level. We have to take things back. And the way that we do that is we simply just stop complying. We simply stop asking for permission. We simply stop even informing these people what's going on. And we live our lives the way that we, as Americans, with our fundamental human rights, we then live as such. And we can surround ourselves with like-minded people, build up a group, build up a base, and just live our lives, right? We still have to go head-to-head -head with these people. We still have to file these lawsuits and do all this nonsense, but we know which way they're going to go. The judges are more corrupt and just as corrupt as these bureaucrats. They're not going to rule in favor that goes against the waves of the system. They are not going to do that. But we need to keep exposing them with these types of things so we know to what degree and how to combat against it. And, and, and we're drawing a hard line here, folks. And we don't have much time. They know something's coming. They know something big is coming. And I think it's another lockdown, and it's not like the last one where we all sat at home and watched Netflix. We'll be right back. It's time to unmask the truth and expose the lies. The occupied forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw, unedited content, it's Joshua Michael with Non-Compliant America. What a bad religion. Just listen to these guys when I was growing up. Back when I was cool. Alright. Let's get back to uh, back to some serious news. Here's an update with the uh, 114 saga. This is from Kevin Starrett, uh, who's on the front lines. Fighting to defend for your second amendment rights that are slowly or excuse me quickly being taken away to where you virtually won't have any uh, next year if they're able to put 114 uh, in effect, which will be interesting because last I checked, this was the United States of America, not the United State of America. And I didn't know, I mean, it, it's interesting how the 14th Amendment applies 
to states when they decide that it's okay, but the Bill of Rights can be overruled and overwritten, you know, in this state, but you can move next door to Idaho and you can go purchase a gun, no problem, right? But in Oregon, they want to crack down on it. But I thought it was the United States of America, right? So uh, let's see. He says, if you're experiencing symptoms of whiplash, you are not alone. So as you know, Friday, the federal court in Portland held a hearing on our lawsuit against Measure 114. At the same time, a similar suit brought by the Second Amendment Foundation and Firearms Policy Coalition was also heard. Last Tuesday, Judge Karen uh, ruled that the measure could go into effect. You notice how they always say could and can and possibly and probably and may. You know, they use all these words to make it seem like there's a little bit of hope there. <laughs> you know, uh, okay, so she also ruled that the arcane and unworkable permit to purchase scheme could go into effect, although she gave the state a comical 30 days to get it up and running. That was the bad news. Hours later, this is an interesting, it, we're in an interesting conundrum. Welcome to the clown show. This is Oregon. This is, it's, it's a free for all here, right? It's how much rights do you want to give away all at once? Do we want to do it all real quick or do we want to just kind of slow drip it out? Do they want to prolong this whole thing and pass all these anti-American, uh, you know, rights taken away legislation nonsense? Okay, so just hours later, the Harney County, uh, as you guys know, in the case brought the Gun Owners of America and reached the exact opposite conclusion that was placed on the temporary hold of the measure. The anti-gun Department of Justice immediately sought to overturn that ruling and went directly to Oregon Supreme Court, the law of the land, the Oregon Supreme Communists. Did I say that out loud? And uh, tried to overrule the temporary hold that the uh, brave Harney County judge, who's simply just doing his job and recognizing it for what it is, which is an overreach and should be illegal, should be banned. Uh, this measure shouldn't have even passed. But since we don't want to clean up our election rolls and we don't want to oversee our election and we don't really want to be involved because we still think that mail-in ballots is good, we're going to continue to have garbage and nonsense like this. Then they're going to put it into the courts and deal with the corrupt judges, and the corrupt judges are then going to rule their opinion, and it's going to be a hard one, and it's going to be a tough one, but at the end of the day, taking away our rights is for our safety. So... The anti-gun Department of Justice immediately sought to overturn that ruling, went directly to the Supreme Court. Somehow, the state claimed if the Oregon continued to operate under rules and laws that had been in effect for decades, the streets would run red in blood. So they're stating that the eh, this is actually an old filing, so there must be blood in the streets everywhere because parts of Measure 114 is in effect. So we better all hide in our homes because they're out killing everybody. They out killing everybody. The Oregon Supreme Court was not buying it and refused to overrule the Harney County judge, which is great. This all happened in lightning speed. A trial on the permanent injunction is scheduled for December 13th in Harney County. I almost want to make a trip out there. While no one could have predicted any of this, we have reason to believe that it will go well. I have reason to believe too. I'm, I'm sure a, a judge out in Harney County is probably a lot different than a uh, communist in Portland. Don't you think? 
But just in case, the federal judge, there will be uh, still underway. It's unlikely that there'll be a final answer, of course, because they're going to drag it out, just like they did with the elections until they steal it and or we just go away because we're distracted by Kanye West or whatever Elon Musk is doing on the Internet. Um, that we're just going to forget about our rights and forget about Measure 114. And that's what they're hoping for. But fortunately, I think that there is a lot and lot and lot of people that are interested in this and they're watching this very closely, as you should be, because this is extremely important. Taking away your Second Amendment rights and tying people up in some bureaucratic net bureaucratic net, uh, you will be faced with a lot of issues. We all know what happens after they disarm the public. We all know what happens, right? First, they take the guns. Then they start rounding people up. And that's part of the FEMA camps and the FEMA organizations tied in with the new treaty that's being signed with the World Health Organization. They will then oversee all of our counties, and they're going to have the authority if we give it to them. That's the key. None of these people have authority. And all we have to do is say no. That's all we got to do. So that saga continues. We will update you as time goes on, as it continues on, and we have more nonsense to bring to your Life, yes, because this is your life now, and we have to defend it. This is the gateway that COVID has brought in. They think that they have our number, and then now they can do whatever they want. Because you chose to close your business, you chose to lock down, you chose to put a mask, and you chose to do that. They basically think, this is their mindset, that if you are dumb enough to close your business, to put a mask on, and literally do everything that's against your interest for your future, then you don't care about enough, enough about your life, and that, that's okay. They'll just dictate your life for you now. And, and their ultimate goal is to do what Canada is doing, which is just kill you and do assisted suicide. That's a whole nother thing. Canada is now telling its citizens, oh, you can't afford rent anymore? Well, that's cool. We have this program. Just come over here and you can just kill yourself, dude. Can you believe that? Just kill yourself, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, it you know, we, we'll help you out. You don't need to worry about those pesky bills anymore. I know your energy costs are going up 600%. You know, and we have all these extra taxes and different things. I know we do that, and we could potentially give you some reprieve that way, but we don't care about you. In fact, we kind of like your your apartment, and we want to put somebody else in there. We want to put, you know, an illegal in there, and so they can get government subsidies, and we have a program for that. So, dude, just go off yourself. I promise you everybody else will be happy. They'll be, they'll be better off, and, and, that, and that's that. Can you believe that? Coming up in the next segment, I really want to talk about, speaking of disarming the population, I want to talk about what's going on on the other side of the world in Australia and New Zealand with this family that is literally refusing. They have a baby who's got some heart issues, and they simply just made a simple request to the doctors and said, hey, 
I know that my our baby, our six-month-old baby, or however old he is, he's not very old at all. He's got some heart issues. He needs to do a blood transfusion on the operation. They're like, okay, that's great. Uh, we want unvaccinated blood. And in New Zealand, if you can believe it, which is crazy, and I think that they're doing it in the United States now too, even though after the Died Suddenly documentary and all the facts that blood is contaminated if you've been vaccinated in droves, it looks grainy, it's clotting, it's got these weird tentacles in it and everything else. You can still donate blood and then do a blood transfusion with that. That to me, that's murder. That's like giving somebody HIV, which you can give in California now. Notice how they just passed that right before the COVID shots came out. Kind of interesting. But so they literally said, hey, we don't want to have vaccinated blood on the blood transfusion for our newborn baby. Here's all the facts. You know, it's it's creating issues for young boys if they do have the vaccine in their blood and this and that. Oh, and by the way, we have a couple people. I call them pure pure bloods. We have a couple pure bloods that meet the blood type um, that are willing to donate their blood uh, for the operation. And what do the doctors say? Which are the new overlords, uh, the new dictatorial totalitarian? They aren't going to come with the blue hats, folks. They're going to be coming in uh, PPE garbage. They're going to be coming masked up with N95 masks and surgeons with an AK-47 strapped to their strapped to their side when they come take you because that's what they're doing in China that's what they're doing in New Zealand so the doctor says no we uh we we're, we're, we're going to do the operation uh but we're going to use vaccinated blood right and the parents are in uproar and what happens the authorities come in and they take the baby away from the parents in the hospital for refusing to allow, allow the baby to have an operation with vaccinated blood. Is that not the parent's right to choose? Is it not the parent's right to choose, folks? Think about that. We'll be right back with the story. And now, live from an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's it's the 10th of December, guys. Yep, and we are uh, just about around the corner for Christmas, which is pretty exciting. I love Christmas, you know, despite what's going on in the world, I love, uh, I love to spend time with my kids and my family and do fun stuff, go out in the snow. There's a ton of snow up on the mountains right now, which is just a lot of fun. We don't do skiing or anything fancy like that. We just like to go and just hang out in the snow. It's quiet. Um, people are, uh, calmer up there. It seems like, uh, so it's a lot of fun. So I highly suggest that you guys get out there and do that. And, uh, you know, despite all this crazy bad news that I'm talking about all the time, uh, it's important to spend time with your friends and your family. 
this year because uh, we don't know how many days are going to be left until, you know, this this mass craziness starts to happen. Um, and, and we don't know when our last days are. So we need to live every day like it's the to the fullest um, and more importantly, be grateful uh, for every day that we do have and be grateful for God and thank Jesus Christ for um, allowing us to have this opportunity. And I think it's a badge of honor. I don't know about you, but I think that it is spectacular. The fact that you and me, we have an opportunity and we actually have been able to defend the future of humanity against the real crazy psychopath global tyrants that are attempting to put a shield and destroy the entire global civilization. That's pretty cool. It's a pretty big responsibility. But I'm honored to be a part of this and to be involved in this fight. I am absolutely honored, 100% committed, and I know that you're committed too if you're listening to this show, and understand that this is all we have, and how awesome is it that we now have an opportunity to be put into the history books, and things that happen right now are going to, we're at a giant fork, things that happen right now are going to determine the future of our humanity. Now, one of the things is that so uh, it, it's it's very telling and it's very captivating uh, the story about this baby in New Zealand that's literally being ripped out from uh, you know the mom's arms in the hospital for them refusing this baby has some heart issues and needs a blood transfusion for refusing to allow them to use vaccinated blood. Think about that. Think about that. You're like, oh, okay. Not only that, to not even put any strain on the system, they simply said, hey, we got people that have the same blood type and we'll use their blood. And the doctors say no. Then the doctors say, we need to get into this surgery immediately. And so they show up in their room with police and physically remove the six-month-old baby to perform surgery against the parent's will. Think about that. And so by that being happening, again, I like to re-go back to Measure 114 and the important importance of the Second Amendment. I guarantee you, if there was an armed civilian force at the hospital or around the hospital or just the even speculation of possibly being around there, those police would act completely differently. Now, that's why they want to disarm us, folks. They don't give two flying craps about the health and safety of anybody. They want your guns. They want to disarm you so they can do whatever they want to you, such as ripping out your six-month-old baby from your arms and illegally performing a procedure that will likely harm, destroy, and or kill your child without your consent. That's what they want to do. 
They want to sacrifice your children. And they are sacrificing your children in some ways by inoculating their minds and destroying their cognitive ability to think for themselves, to dissent off of the one mind NPC thought program that's inducting in all of these schools. They want to destroy your children since they weren't able to destroy them out of the womb like they want to do with the abortion. You know why the abortion is so hot and so big? It's because they use those aborted fetuses for, quote, science, and they sell all of that stuff. It's a moneymaker. So they don't want you to tap into your, their moneymaker. Isn't that sick? Doesn't that just make your skin crawl? It sure makes mine crawl. I don't know if you can tell. I'm fired up today. I'm fired up today because we are running out of time, and I don't have any more time to hold back or worry about your feelings or anything like that. I don't, we can't care about that. I certainly don't care. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care if you think my voice is annoying or I talk about stuff or I'm scary or I'm just being, you know, burying the water for some, you know, um, ghost fringe group out there. I'm not. I am just simply here trying to induce thought to get you to think about where you're at in your life and do some reflection and possibly making some change to better our society in a whole. I will likely never meet you. I will likely never see you. But I could potentially reap the rewards of you being a good person, me being a good person, my neighbor being a good person, and just contributing good things into the world. That's how we all win, is there is a sickness happening in the minds of the people, the wokeness happening in the minds of the children that we have to combat against with all means necessary. Because these people are going for broke. Let me give you an example. I was in uh, South Salem High School yes, the other day for my kids' recital. South Salem High School. And I go into the bathroom. Uh, I go in there with my oldest boy. And we're in there. And uh, I'm drying my hands by the dryer. And I look over and I'm like, what the heck is that? There is a tampon dispenser in the boys' bathroom. In the boys' bathroom. And so I'm sitting here thinking, I'm going... What the heck? Why is this in the boys' bathroom? And we all know why, right? We all know why it's in there uh, because, you know, some lunatic, some mental patient uh, and or a group of mental patients had been able to convince the school to do that. Now, I did hear after posting about it because I posted it on my Instagram and uh, there was some menstrual dignity act that was passed that's insane. That's crazy. So then my oldest boy, he asked me, he's like, hey, what, what is that? It looks like a change dispenser. And I'm like, yeah, it is. I'm not going to sit there and have a conversation with my seven-year-old uh, about what a tampon is, my seven-year-old boy, and sit there and talk about that. And then he's going to be confused of why is it in the boy's bathroom? They are coming after us, folks. It's time to t take the gloves off and go head on. There's no more waiting. There's no more time to wait. We can't wait for anything anymore. 
It is time to hit these people politically, full on, at the force, with as much information and as much will as you can put into this universe. Because if you don't, our humanity may not survive. Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. Visit noncompliantamerica.com. Make sure to subscribe, guys. Reach out to me, jm at noncompliantamerica.com. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful week, and we'll talk soon.